Good morning from Thailand. This is a Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sham, and I am so happy I'm in Thailand. I'm so grateful for uh, this whirlwind of a trip that happened, but when you know, you know, and that's a lot of what I think we've talked about in former podcasts or what I've talked about in my process as someone who is just a creative being just like you, also a meathead hippie with lots of diverse interests, Uh, meathead more of the physical, hippie more of the energetic, but in combination, an unlimited amount of support is available for us to live and breathe and walk and be in the biggest way possible. And so much of what has happened with this eclipse, especially this full moon in Scorpio and in general just transition, whether you follow astrology or not, is asking us to finally let go of what has served us but no longer does serve us and to step into the unknown. And so I did that very bigly <laughs> and jumped off the cliff and uh, Pasha and I, who I just did a podcast with, are in Thailand. We are in Kaulak, which is this gorgeous, beautiful, it's just so special space and place a little bit north of Phuket, if you're familiar with Thailand. And if not, it's always really good to get out a map and learn more about the world. (laughs) I am across the street in these bungalows that we have that are uh, right across the street from a Muay Thai facility. So I have been at Rawai Muay Thai and fighting and training and learning how to kick correctly. And with that movement, feeling my body and all of its dysfunction and seeing the progress that I've made, especially with this course that Pasha and I are doing about running and posture and the work I've been doing the last month and a half on learning how to run correctly and breathing differently and holding myself so I can feel how prepared I have been or I was becoming for fighting because fighting is the exact same as walking, which is the exact same as running. And it's just been so magic to see all these things connect. And when you throw a punch, I'm not just worried about the sound of the bag or the the mitt, you know, that I'm hitting or how hard it is. It's like I can feel from my wrist if I'm throwing my right arm, right? So we're doing a right, just imagine kick, punching across your face. All of a sudden I'm feeling my whole right leg activate. So that connection is really the power that comes from learning how to run correctly or learning how to walk correctly. Most of us are suffering from injury and dysfunction in the way we walk or run and we do it anyway. We do it and we do it and we do it and that repetitiveness, even if it is just walking, causes that dysfunction. And that dysfunction isn't just physical pain because if we're holding physical pain, it's because something is trying to keep itself safe. So we can open that up and we can energetically find out why is that happening? And that's what we've been doing with this course. And it's just been amazing. If you're a member of either of our memberships, Pasha's Archive or my membership with Platform, you're going to get a great insight to what we're doing every week in the newsletter, just keeping you up to date and getting you just enough information to help you understand that 
movement isn't just movement. It is about everything. It's all connected. And that's what I'm really loving experiencing is blending the meathead hippie in a way that I have yet to even tap into. And that's all we're doing, right? All of us, we're just exploring and taking all the parts of us and bringing it all to the table and then realizing what parts are no longer ours or no longer needing to be at the table and letting it go and then recreating a meal with all the parts of you that satisfy you as you are in this moment and also your future self. And I did did a really great interview with Heather Kelly. She's doing a founder speaker series that I just love because we, if we ever are void of inspiration, if we're ever void of yeah, just in general, we get stuck in victimization or isolation because we're on a journey that we created for ourselves. If we're in that space, it's usually because we lost connection with purpose, source, or people. And to have tribes of people or connecting with people that are all in that same journey, because it's all around us, it's just a, a awareness of opening up and having conversations so that we realize that it is all around us. We don't feel so isolated. We don't feel so uh, stuck in like us versus the world or me versus the world or me going through this and then isolating myself even more and becoming even further from that vitality that is so desperately desired. And so with Heather in this Founder Speaker Series, it was a beautiful interview about the process, about the energetics of what it means to create without care and to create from a space that is fully in love and with intention of making the world a better place. But of course, more than that, just satisfying this innate need to create. And it's always going to come back to this line for me, maybe for the rest of my life, that what I create is limited to what I am exposed to. What I create is limited to what I am exposed to. And so if we haven't created anything new in a while, we must be exposed to something new. And if we haven't created anything new or different from a certain area in a while, so say you're in movement and you've been creating things in movement, and maybe that's good for you and you want to keep doing that, uh, then keep doing it. But my hope is that I inspire you to change the perspective just like all of us need to so that we see the world outside of us so that we can help create solutions to the world that is right in front of us. And so this trip to Thailand is so much more than just Emily becoming a Muay Thai fighter (laughs) and strapping up and learning and just being engulfed in this culture, which is just so incredible. It's so ancient and wise and kind and passionate and pure. It's a different it's just, ah, oh, Southeast Asia, Asia, it's just magic. I've traveled to Thailand before, to Japan, a little bit to Singapore and Korea just through airports, but to really become just enthralled with this culture and understand it and really bring my reality to how abundant and how lucky and how 
Ah, oh, just in general, the the littlest things, you know, every banana <laughs> that we eat and every fruit that we pick and just knowing that something magic is about to happen with this trip and it is happening and I'm just enjoying it so much, learning and discovering so many herbs. <laughs> I made some Instagram posts about it if you haven't seen about some of the herbs. It's crazy. They just show up and they find me and then I find them and just building these relationships and I'm just so 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 happy and I'm inspired to do this podcast mainly because it's been a little bit but also because as I was finishing up the course with Pasha which we do Mondays and Fridays and it's live 10 a.m. PST time Pacific time so it's noon or it's midnight at Thailand time and so it kind of has thrown our jet lag off a little bit even more, but it's so powerful because as I think about some of the stories we have about who we are and letting go and where we're going, there can be a, a state of frozen, a state of just middle. And in that state, even though sometimes middle is really great, it can be a state of anxiety because if we're not doing something, then what is our life? What is our purpose? Uh, So there's this perfect balance of letting ourselves trust that things are falling away that need to fall away, letting us trust ourselves that the right parts of ourselves are going to stay at the table and the right parts of ourselves are going to leave in this meal that we're making. And then also trusting that when we have a moment of inspiration, which I believe is the firefly or is represented so well with the firefly, that if we can really tap into just those little blips of light, not to expect that those light flickers are the answer. I talk about this a lot in tea times. We see light and then we think that, that's it. That's going to be the thing. Okay, if I learn that, if I understand that, if I can teach that, or if I know that, or if I integrate that, then something else will happen, right? This expectation of the light is usually our own poison. So seeing the light exactly as a firefly shares it, a blip and it's gone. So in a moment, something beautiful, something to be captured, something to be held, something to appreciate but with no expectation that that light is going to be on forever because we know that's not how it works, right? It's equal light and dark. So as I was finishing this course and sitting on this patio of this beautiful bungalow, listening to frogs and hearing the jungle and just really in this space of, wow, we just went through this full moon and full moon and Scorpio eclipse. Fuck. What the fuck? Just what's happening? And integrating that and knowing there's still more to be uh, brought to life of what we need to let go and understanding who we are in this new world, this new body, what we want, just appreciating that as much as we can while everything kind of falls away (laughs) in this crazy space that we're in. I knew as soon as that firefly just went straight across from me, flicker, 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 It was just, ah, okay, yes, these are the moments we must share. These are the moments I love to share. That there is 
nothing to be done. Yet, when we have those moments that we are just uncovering and appreciating the process, then we must share them because all of us do better (laughs) when we realize, oh, someone else feels that way. It empowers us. And so I hope, uh, I hope more than anything that for those who have a voice or using their voice, of course, rest your voice if you have not yet. But if you have been resting your voice, don't be afraid to share, uh, to share those little glimmers and those little pieces, even if it's not fully formulated, even if it's not fully defined, because what is defined, you know, it's like nothing that continues to evolve is fully defined. So I just am so appreciative of the space and this place and the learnings that are happening. Uh, and no, knowing that no matter what, that we're good. And if that is what this time is for, is to force ourselves to trust and get rid of, to eradicate, to remove anything that isn't empowering. So maybe the question is, does this empower me? Or does this serve me in a way that is going to help me get to where I want to go? And this comes back to the beautiful interview with Heather and just this understanding that it is up to us in this moment to become who we wish to be in the future, right? We've heard this in some context, guaranteed. But as I was running the other day in a monsoon because it's rainy season (laughs) and running is so much better for me in rain, way less to think about. It's so much more liberating. It's like running in a forest, that deer medicine. But we were talking about, you know, this idea of evolution and changing and innovation, but ultimately it is about where you're at, how you're standing, how you're holding yourself, what you're thinking about yourself, what your beliefs are about yourself and about your situation, and seeing if it is the same belief that you would have in five years. And if it's not, then we adjust. So if I'm running and I'm not a runner and I don't feel like a runner and everything feels hard, or if I'm lifting weights and I feel stupid in my body and I feel silly in my body and I don't know if I'm doing it right, if I am walking and I feel insecure about something, what I'm wearing about my stomach or about my shoulders or about my jeans, whatever it might be, it's like this concern of holding ourselves is what's projecting into our future selves. And so if anything has come through with this course and with the movement and with Pasha and with these conversations with all these beautiful humans that I've been having, what I'm realizing is that most of it is us making sure and guaranteeing that we are holding the posture for the life that we wish, for the life that we wish to have, not just right now in this moment, but in the future. So I make a decision. I am a runner that embodiment of I am a runner, I am a weightlifter, I am a successful entrepreneur, I am a healer, I am a creator, I am a creative being. What would that look like in your body? How would you hold yourself? So write that list of whether it's where you're at or where you're going 
and how you would wish to hold that and hold that in your frequency, hold that in your vibration. What does that feel like in your cells? And if we can get your cells to remember that feeling as often as possible, that is what brings that to us, right? That's that beautiful law of attraction that so many beautiful humans are talking about. So Elizabeth Hicks or um, Esther Hicks, sorry, and Abraham Hicks or anybody that talks about energy, it is understanding that it is a split second decision and we have to be okay with the quiet and the lack of creativity and the lows that just exist in order for the highs. But there is also this beautiful recognition that we can find peace in those lows in a really powerful way, in a way that all of us crave, right? The lows are so connected to depression or something negative. Instead of seeing lows as just, hey, I'm in a low, means low energy, low output. It's not a negative thing whatsoever. It's just a part of innate creative potential. So wherever you are, wherever you are living, breathing, doing, uh, my podcast today is just some little inspirational support for you in this transition, in this change, in this life that you're living Remember that your posture is telling your future self what it is that you think you deserve. Do you think you deserve the world? Walk like it, act like it, talk like it, breathe like it. And if you don't know how to walk or talk or breathe correctly, let us know because we have so many tools and resources and an entire database of support for you. So we would love to help you with all of that. It's been really beautiful to see that change not just in my physical body, but in my other world, my other body as well. And I am just sending all my love to this week of transition and change and Mercury retrograde, which by the way, means there's just a message for you to listen to. Mercury is Hermes. I talked about this a lot with Jennifer Sheldon. She would say that Mercury is connected to Hermes. Think of Hermes with the little tracks track shoes i think of the world's fastest track star hermes he's just sprinting around the world giving us messages and if we don't listen to those messages because we are over caffeinated or uh, not listening through our inner self we're listening through the physical we're just hearing uh, what we wish to hear then there's going to be some things that happen to help us hear a little bit better it's the perfect three weeks-ish, give or take, to hibernate in a different way. So rest and recovery could be the right answer, but for me, it's always the detox period, the really flushing out my system, really seeing how caffeine is impacting me and cutting it out and maybe exploring these retrogrades or these transitions to do those types of cleanses, three weeks off caffeine, what would that look like? Or three weeks off sugar, what could that look like? And if you need help, we have 21 day MFIT challenges, which are three weeks that are so, so easy to follow along and learn and track points, etc., etc. All really helpful resources. You can always let us know. 
I'll send the, I'll post the contact info for all these resources and add them to the podcast bio and link. And just know that you are held, you're supported. We did a live talk and someone, Sage, who I just, I love that your name's Sage, if you're listening, Sage said, it is done. And that's been resonant with me for so long since she said that it is done. All the things that we have brought to the table, all the things we're working on, all the things we are so grateful for. Could it be that it is already done? Could it be that there's nothing left to do? Could it be that at this point it is about integrating and writing and processing? That's what we use the bird quiz for. Take the bird quiz. What's your highest bird? Last time I took it, it was Beluga and Paula evenly tied. I went to Santa Rosa. I've been living in Santa Rosa and it's been completely Impala medicine. I've never been so high of an Impala. So when I change geography and I change where I'm at in the world, usually that means my needs change. And so I retook the quiz and now I know Impala is a huge piece. So it means drumming, it means sprinting, it means being barefoot, it means being in the sun, it means sweating, it means hot, it means creative potential at its finest, it's dancing, it's wild woman. And so if I'm not processing well, or if I'm not feeling as if I'm balanced or peaceful, that's where I go. That's the best resource. So if you haven't taken the bird quiz in a while, take it and then use the resources in it, whether it's meditation or other support and, and just try it. And there is more support on platformdaily.com. If you go to www.platformdaily.com, it's like our own little semi Google, (laughs) which (laughs) I have so many thoughts about Google that I want to share. The main one being that I had a little bit of a reaction after eating some food, which is no surprise anywhere you travel, but just recognizing certain things in my body and feeling certain ways and carrying digestive enzymes and digestive complete in my backpack and being prepared as much as I can be while traveling, which is so helpful. By the way, digestive enzymes are more effective when you put some on your tongue a tiny bit and then you reseal the capsule and swallow. It's my favorite thing to do. It works really fast if you do it that way. But regardless, I had this kind of bizarre reaction and I couldn't figure out what it was. It wasn't gluten, it wasn't dairy, but it wasn't good. (laughs) And so sat with it, meditated with it, researched it. And I think it was, I'm fairly certain it was a MSG reaction, nothing crazy, nothing to be afraid of, but definitely something my body wasn't used to. And so I started researching monosodium glutamate, which is MSG, a food additive that's talked about a lot in the culture of senses and unami or this different sense that we don't have um, as much of awareness of in western culture but it is crazy because if i go to google and google msg there was two pages of how it's healthy for you just like how whole foods says that canola oil is healthy for you and that's why they put it in their hot food bar instead of just admitting that it's because it's a cheap commodity and that it can keep their margins high. So there's this recognition of the research that we have. We have to be so aware of it. So I've been using Brave, which is a new search engine, researched monosodium glutamate, and it was a just 
in general, a much more balanced research outcome. You know, if nothing else, it's not that we always have to understand there's going to be so much out there, but like really recognizing the bubbles we're putting ourselves in every algorithm we participate in, every time you scroll on Instagram, every time you scroll on Facebook, every time you engage, you are telling some machine what it is that you do and do not like. And that's so scary. Even Obama talked about this years and years ago is that isolation and those bubbles that these technologies are creating is just as much a part of the problem as anything else. And so we can participate, but if we participate without awareness of that, then we are a part of the problem. So just some awareness that's been really quite interesting to see and recognize and even the craziest things of how this running and this course is really helping with my bunion. And I want to do more podcasts with Pasha on that. So if you have any conversation that you would like us to have about running, that's a podcast that I want to do soon. So send those questions to the email that's linked below. But the idea that we have, uh, yeah, we have to, uh, we have to just be careful (laughs) in general. Like I can't say bunion and then all of a sudden go to my Instagram and that's, it's not even an advertisement. It's just content that's about my bunion. And I've never touched one bunion hashtag or search for it, or, you know, we know this exists. So it's just important to share and talk about and bring awareness to. Okay, this is all. This is my Firefly Hello Meathead Hippie podcast. There are more interviews on their way, and I cannot wait to just, oh my God, understand what is this eclipse all about. So if you're in that place of change, transition, middle, get curious, get excited, stay in a place of wonder versus fear, be ready to hold posture for who you want to be, who you wish to be, shape that person in this moment, in this now, versus shaping that person when something else happens. And that is the life that you get to create. That's how powerful you are. Sending all my love. Thank you for being a Me at Hippie podcast listener. I will see you soon.